Hi, and thanks for joining me on Profit with a Plan podcast. This is where you can get some great ideas to create your most profitable small business. Now more than ever, having a solid plan is essential for helping your business not only survive, but thrive. So join me, Marcia Reiner, your business strategist, each Tuesday for some smart ideas that can add more profits to your bottom line. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees sustainable profitability and guides their growth. If you know of anyone that may be curious, share this podcast and let's chat to see what we can do together to create greater profits in your business. So today I'm excited to have sales and networking expert Diana Sabatino here with me. Diana left her 14-year corporate career in 1997 with a Fortune 100 company as VP of Training Sales Development to open 3D international training and consulting. After seven years of serving international and domestic clients on sales, leadership, and performance management, Diana decided to use her business savvy in the entrepreneurial arena and in 2005 established Diana and Company Jewelry Designs. As as a small business owner and entrepreneur, Diana was always looking to connect with others and share her success. In 2016, Diana took on the role of Managing Director for eWomen Network, an international organization serving and supporting and mentoring women business owners and entrepreneurs. During the last four years in this role, Diana has observed the growing need for small business owners and has prompted her to reprise her training and business consulting and expertise. In 2019, Diana launched Excel Performance, a training and sales development company focused on serving corporate, small business, and entrepreneurs to implement effective strategies that elevate and impact their sales and leadership. Wow, Diana, that's quite a career uh, in sales and marketing, and it seems I'm to have a very old. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, don't look it. So that's, that's great. Um, it's all. It's all. It seems to have a very common thread around the communities and around the sales and and training and development. So now that we're in this um, unusual environment that we've been in and and been consistently working from home, and how do you feel connecting has changed? Well, a lot has a lot has changed in these last few months, right? We're all we're all at home, but we all still need to do business, right? Business is still happening, right? Business doesn't stop. We all still have our clients. We still have to serve uh, the people that has signed on with us to uh, support them, right? Whether it's within our communities or it's within our sales organizations. Um, either way, business is still going on. So we have to kind of shift, adapt, and look at what are the other ways that we can continue those connections successfully um, in this kind of new marketplace that we're all having to deal with right now. Um, One of the biggest things I'm seeing on the community side, like with any women, we took everything from live events to now moving online. So the connections are still happening. And actually, there's been some great silver linings in the fact that it's expanded our reach. It's really allowed us to connect with entrepreneurs and small business owners and business professionals across the globe. You know, it's no longer just California or San Diego or LA. Now we're able to reach not only across the US, but across the pond. 
uh, to a lot of our other um, chapters and bringing in so many amazing people with other insights and ideas. It's, it's just a great way to continue that collaboration. I love it. And um, I have too experienced going to Australia and, and joining a group of people over there. So it's been fun. But yeah, I think that um, now that the door is open, uh, I, I'm liking it because I could do so much more. There's no longer the travel time. Uh, I can still wear my slippers, granted, um, but there's no more that extended runtime of travel time and so on. I do so miss the 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 touch and the hugs and the handshakes and those things. But other than that, it's it's been it's been really nice. So how do we how do you get involved with events and companies so you can expand your connections? Well, I think it's twofold. So first of all, of course, we will welcome you to come to eWomen Network. That That is definitely one way. And I'll share with you a little later how to connect with eWomen Network if that's something you're interested in doing. Um, but I think too, it's, it's also the conversations that we're having with our clients. It's not just about connecting with other like-minded entrepreneurs that are going to help uh, move us uh, introduce us, uh, be those resources, uh, those mentors, those people that can help us grow. But also we have to continue to contact our clients. And I think that's where I'm seeing a, the biggest difference is because we're still having to prospect. We're still having to go out there and find those ideal clients that we're bringing in to continue to grow our business. And we still have to be able to have those conversations with our existing clients to move them through our next processes or ways that we can serve them and help them grow their business. And what I am seeing, and I don't know if you've experienced this, but I've talked to so many business professionals over the last few weeks in regards to this topic. And, you know, everybody is online, right? And we love social media marketing, right? We love to, to be on social media and market. It's a great way to connect with your clients. And we have the access. And thank goodness, during this time, we do have the access, right? It keeps us connected. I but, couldn't imagine without it, right? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I can't, rem- I can't imagine this 20 years happening 20 years prior and having to still do your business, right? But it's not about can we connect. It's about now how we're connecting with the client. And I am seeing a lot of the same coming at me um, where the other day, an example, I was on LinkedIn the other day and um, I'm getting all these LinkedIn messages and literally I could line them up side by side (laughs) and it was pretty much the same template, right? Um, And same thing even on social media, the things that I'm getting, not that there aren't those that are really making a, a different approach, but more so than not, uh, people are just uh, almost reaching out um, in a desperate manner of, you know, I need to connect with you. I need to connect with you. I have something you need. Um, and, you know, that is not the way that we approach our clients. I mean, are you experiencing this as well, Marcia? No, actually, you know, um, it makes total sense though, because in you know, even even in my own experience, I've I've been that desperate mode and said, "Oh, I need you to do that." But it's so funny. They the the client the the recipient smells the fear. They 100%. they can they can feel it. They can sense it. They just know it's coming, and it turns them off. So um, I think that's really I think that's really a big aha is that you have to be 
you have to be more calm about it, not desperate. Well, I think it's it's like the, again, it's it's not just about staying connected. It's about how you're staying connected, how you're doing the reach out. It's just like if you were to walk into that room of that community, that networking group, you wouldn't just go in and start asking people to buy what it is that you have, right? It's also, how are you showing up on social media? How are you showing up in your emails? How are you showing up on LinkedIn? Are you doing enough to justify that person to connect with you? You know, um, I mean, I've read a number of different ones and I've talked to a number of people. They say, this person, I'm looking at it, I'm going, they don't even know me. I don't know who this person is. And they're asking me to do things, right? And so in that terminology of, and I know you know this, give, give, ask, right? That that, uh, thought process, what are you giving? How are you presenting yourself in the most favorable light so people see you and say, oh, I need I need to connect in some way, right? So one of the things that I would suggest or one of the things I've been suggesting to my clients is, you know, first of all, you need to do a little homework, right? You need to do a little homework. If in fact your ideal client um, sits in a specific industry or um, they have certain uh, needs that are prevalent, then you want to focus on those. So an example might be, instead of uh, going on LinkedIn and saying, hi, I'm Marcia Reiner, I'm a, a financial strategist, and you know, I'd love to talk to you about your finances. I've helped other people and I think I can help you. You know, Let's get on a, a call. You know, Very generic. And, um, and, I, and to the point, I'm asking them to marry me before I've, I've even gone out on our first date. 100%. You know, versus um, sharing with them something. So not just giving them the I'm Marcia Reiner and I'm a business specialist, and I focus on uh, business, um, uh, professional services such as chiropractors and dentists. Or if they're a chiropractor, you're going to say chiropractor, right? I specialize with chiropractors, so that gives you some credibility. But then the next thing is the give. That's not the give. That's just saying. I know you. I know right. you. I don't know you personally, but I know your business. So it's allowing mm-hmm. them to let you know that you, you're letting them know you know their business. But now you have to give them something. So because of this expertise that I have, right? Because I know chiropractors, one of the top questions I get all the time is X, or one of the top three reasons uh, chiropractic offices are not profitable is because of this. You know, check out my video, check out my, um, here's my give, like you're giving them something. If you want to find that out, just click on the video link, uh, you know, love to, you know, send it off to them or, you know, read this article. So you're giving them something without asking for anything. Okay. So that's your give on the front end. But then when they read the article or they go to the video, so the video might say, you know, there are top three reasons that chiropractors are not profitable. And I'm not picking on chiropractors, uh, are not profitable, you know, and today I'm going to give you the top number one, right? And here's the top number one. And you share that top number one in a quick minute video, doesn't have to be long, right? And you say, and if you want to hear more, take a deeper dive, find out what number two and three are. And some of those answers, go ahead and 
link to my page or go ahead here and, and download this or opt in for the, the other two. So you've given them something and you've given them a way to get some more from you without any obligation other than they have to opt in, right? And But there's that give on the front end. So now you've justified the reason that you can now connect with them. So now your next connect to them is, you know, I hope you enjoyed the three key pieces, right? Um, I'm doing a webinar. I have this coming up. If you'd like to find out more, I'd love to invite you. So now you're inviting them to that next step, but you've given on the front end. So they've gotten a taste of you. They've gotten a chance to experience you on the front end. Too many people go right to the, hi, you know, I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a financial specialist. I work with chiropractors. You need to be at my webinar. And they're like, I don't know this person, right? I, I don't know that she knows me. I have not experienced her. One, I think, um, I think we've, we've talked about this in the past and, and a lot of uh, uh, our groups are doing, um, when they have big shows or whatever, it's the experience. We want you to experience the, the show. We want you to experience um, the event. Well, I think we need to experience, our clients need to experience our services before they, they come in and you make them an offer because if they can start to get that experience going, they're going to feel like they know what you're offering rather than like what you said, just hit them with an offer and they don't know who you are. But if you do this little drip and you, uh, you love on them a little bit and you, you show them what you can and you add these tremendous values to them, they're going to want to work with you because you've already given something to them and they've experienced how you work. And I just love this idea. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to, there, there has to be that give on the, on the front end, because first of all, you have to justify why that person is going to connect with you that, you know, it, it, if somebody just knocked on your door this morning to your house and said, Hey, book me dinner. You know, I hear you're a great <laughs> chef <laughs> or here, I'm a great chef. Let me cook you dinner. You're not going to let them in. They may be the best. They might be, you know, Emerald standing there, but if you don't know who he is, you're not going to let him in the door because you're like, yeah, no, I'm not letting you in my house. Well, you're right. basically opening the door, you know, or asking people to open the door when they don't know you. They don't know I, you. Right. I love so, this. You need to make sure that you have some insight to the people that you're talking to. So what is your expertise? Take a look at where, where does your expertise lie? Not in just what you do, but in the people that you serve. You know, your ideal client, when you're looking at that person, um, I, I had a conversation the other day with a marketing person and, they, and uh, she was on the line uh, with her group. And she was like, well, their ideal client, she's 55, she's a woman, uh, she buys her clothes at, at Macy's and Nordstrom, she makes $100,000 a year, um, she, you know, she's, uh, uh, she has 2.3 kids, you know, like she went through the, the demographic, right? The demographic and the psychographic. And that is part of who your ideal client is. But that on the sales side is not your ideal client. That's the marketing side. There's a difference between marketing and sales. Marketing, you have to have a specific target market. And the only way that you can do that is take generalities of people 
and say, this is the cusp of my group falls into these categories, right? But on the sales side, you're looking, that attracts them, right? The sales side keeps them, right? Mm. Sales keeps that client. Marketing just attracts them. So that brings them in. But then it's your job um, to make sure that you're saying something, you're providing something that lets them know that they need to be in your camp. They need to hear what you have to say. They need to buy into what you're, you know, that you're, what you're offering. So what are the problems you solve? But, and you need to be talking about that in how you're approaching your clients, but also be ready to be able to, to share with that client what your differentiator is. And most people don't know what differentiates them from their competition. And that is so true because a, a common a common one, oh, well, I have expert customer service or I have this degree, you know, and, and like you just, you just went, yeah, it's so. <laughs> I so what? Love it. So, so what? what? And, and ask yourself that question. When you say, when, when you're listing your stuff and you're saying, here's my differentiators, ask that question. So what? What does that mean to that client? You know, do I care if you have a degree? No. Do I, customer service? Well, everybody has customer service 24 hours. That's like a, that's a, that's a non-negotiable. You know, what are you talking about? You answer my questions. You know, I'm a caring, I'm a caring individual. That's your differentiator. You need to know how you rank against your competitors out there. There's going to be people that are that have far more experience and and bigger packages and better products and services that you have. And there's going to be people that have less. But what is it that makes you special and unique? And this isn't just a hook. This isn't a performance, okay? This is part of your core value of who you are and how you deliver. So your differentiator might be your signature system, your process, your methodology, the way that you approach it is different than anyone else. And these are the results because of this system, because of this methodology, because of this way. I teach sales. There's nothing new in sales in a hundred years, okay? (laughs) Right? But it's the way that you do it, okay? It's the methodology of the sale. The science, the structure of the sale remains the same. It's what's inside, how you position it, how you deliver it, that's going to be one of the key differentiators. Price is not a differentiator, okay? Price isn't a differentiator, not for you. It might be a differentiator for the client that you attract. So if I'm getting somebody brand new that I'm that has just started their business, their, their budget may be smaller. Right, so they may or may not be my client. Not to say I couldn't help them, but maybe I'm not the best person to help them. Let's let's allow them to go to maybe someone else who's in my boat but starting out. Right, so you have to decide too who you really want to serve. You know, we can do so much. We can serve so many, but really ask who are the people that are buying into you today. Who are those people that are buying into you? Where are they at in their, in their journey? Where are they at in their business? 
because that'll help you really target and pinpoint the individuals. But once you know who, then you have to think about how you are connecting with them. What is what are the things that you're going to give them to give them the um, to allow them to believe or feel something about you, your product or service that's going to want them to take an action, that's going to want them to do something, want them to sign up for your class, want them to go to that next step. So what are they going to have to believe to do that? And what do you have to give? How much give do you have to provide for them to do that? So it depends on what you're asking for. You know, if you're if you're asking them to buy into a $30,000 program, your give may be ha- greater than if I'm asking them to buy a $97 webinar, right? Yeah. So you have to measure how much am I giving to how much I'm asking and really have that fall into play. So when you're out there right now and you're trying to attack, attract your client, you're on LinkedIn and you're, you are going on social media, do a little homework. Go on social media. I do some, I call something I do is called social studying is I go in and I study my clients or potential clients. So I go right. in and I don't Facebook everybody, but I go in and I take a look at what they're talking about. What are they talking about on Instagram? What are they talking about on their Facebook page? Who do they serve? What are their clients? So when I present something to them, I'm actually taking into consideration who they are and how I can serve them. Specifically, I have that person in my mind. Love it. Totally. Because it's so important that we understand. um, and, And I love the differentiation you said that, you know, Understanding who are who we're marketing to, we have to know that person's um, that person enough to say that we can help them. But like you said, the shift in coming into the sales side of it, you have to really understand them in a way that you can address their problems and issues that they have up front. And right. uh, I, I really think that that's important. And it is so true. We're not recreating the wheel here. We're not. It's been around forever. It's trying to make sure that we're doing it in a in a manner that you can stand out and you can be of value. Uh, this is just so important in, in the direction of business. Okay. So Diana, there are so many different ways to connect. We've talked about LinkedIn and, um, uh, but we really haven't explored the alternative to the face-to-face networking. Um, in, in email marketing, you can send things out. How do you connect face-to-face or, or zoom to zoom kind of connection with the same kind of mentality or ideas? Well, and that, and I think that that's a key thing too. Um, we we have to keep those connections going. So keep our communities happening. I mean, right now, especially during this time of the pandemic, our communities I think are truly more important now than ever uh, to make sure that I, I keep saying you know our community is our superpower, which is kind of true. Um, because those are the people that are going to continue to, to provide you the resources, continue to lift you up, to continue to help you through this time. And, and we're all experiencing this together. So um, together with collaboration, working together, we can help one another. And you know, I think we can all agree that every great business that's out there, nobody did it by themselves, right? It was all set on the foundation of collaboration. So use those communities. 
Um, the difference between, I think, face-to-face and Zoom, although I'm loving Zoom sales because I can actually, I can see you. So um, I can see your eyes. I can see your reaction. So it allows me to know where you're at and how I might need to address uh, different things with you. But also Zoom is very flat, right? Um, it's a very... Um, you know, you're not three-dimensional, right? You're two-dimensional here. So you have to um, be a little bit more um, animated, I think, on Zoom. Make sure you're always smiling. Make sure that you're addressing your clients in that way. But um, but as far as connecting with communities, there's so many communities out there. Everybody's is online now. Everybody's making sure those connections are happening E-Women has been, um, we've really taken everything we normally do face-to-face and put it online. Um, I think we've been extremely successful in giving that same kind of experience. You know, you were talking about earlier, it's, you know, experience is such a, um, a key part of why people want to be in a certain surrounding or work with a certain company or individual, Right. Um, there's that old saying that says, you know, people will forget what you say, they'll they'll forget what you looked like or what you had on, but they'll never forget how they felt when they're in your presence, right? So totally. when you are on these Zoom uh, community uh, networking events, make sure too that just like you wouldn't um, on LinkedIn or in email or a phone call, that you're not going to just go into present mode. Make sure that you're talking about how you support your clients so the people in that room know how to support you. Don't try to sell the people, you know, or I shouldn't even say the word sell, try to convince or persuade the people in the room to buy what you have. Um, Give them the information so they know what you do. Um, what those core values are for you and your business, why you're different, and who you're looking for so that they know how they can best support you. Um, So the same rule of thumb that is how you approach your clients is also how you want to approach your networking. Um, You know, I'm I'm sure we've all been to a networking event and, you know, somebody, you're meeting with a group of people in person or on Zoom and they go into present mode and it's almost like a performance, you know, I do this and do you have this and do you have that, you know, and you're going, okay, but what do they, what do they do? What do they, what do they do? Right. Be really specific. Let people know what you offer, who you support um, and why you're different. And that same thing, that same thing that applies when you're in face to face and you throw up on them and tell them all the wonderful things you can do. It's the same thing that happens in zoom groups that you have to be, you have to stand out, like you said, and really say an example of how you're helping somebody um, and, and what the results are that they did not. Um, so someone had mentioned to me uh, the other day, uh, I was working on a, a presentation and a talk I was doing, and I was using an example of I, and um, it, it hit me and I stopped using it during it. But then someone had said, hey, I heard someone talk the other day and they must have said I 17 times. And it's not about me. It's that same music of what's in it for them that you have to talk about them or someone like them so they can 
they can feel that they can they can emotionally connect to the person you're talking about so they'll eventually raise their hand and go hey i'd like to learn more about you rather than you going here take my card or or here let me throw up on you about all the stuff that i can do i i think it's, i think it's a big change that we we have to do and i think it's even more important online because you have to grab attention and create that emotional connection with them hundred percent, whether you're online and you're on Zoom or you're in an email and you see a lot of eyes in the letter, you know, it, it's really about, um, it's not about telling, it's about asking, right? Um, your success does not come from your presentation. Your success comes from what you ask that client, how deep you go, okay? So I say, it's not about the telling, it's about the asking. Great salespeople ask great questions. So you need to ask really good questions and take the deeper dive, not just the surface questions, but really, you know, people talk all the time about, um, and you, we were talking about uh, people going to networking events or whatever, and you bring somebody into your circle who's going to share now about their business. It, it's not a presentation. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. So just think about when somebody says to you, so, you know, you're, you're sitting at the bar having a glass of wine and somebody says, hey, so Marcia, so tell me about what you do. You don't go into this theatrical presentation mode or do you have people that do this or need that or blah, blah. you talk to them about what you do. What's your passionate about? You know, we all started our businesses because we're passionate about them. We have an expertise. We have something we think we can offer that can help another person, right? We're all in the business of transformation. We all do the exact same thing. We transform people. We transform their situations, their businesses, right? So talk about what that is. You know, your passion, sometimes when we we're so passionate, we want to tell. We want to tell everything. So let me tell you why I started my business, why I'm doing this. I'm so passionate. Me, you know, they'll go, well, why should I buy your service? Well, I'm so passionate about what I do. I love what I do. That is not a reason for somebody to buy what you have. That's why you, that's your why. That's not their why, okay? Um, over time, they may need to know your story. They may need to know some of those whys, but they don't need to know everything that you're you know, you don't want to go in there and just give them everything about you. It has to be focused on them. Um, so, so talk in those terms. Uh, always stay in the customer's shoes. I like that. Great, great points that you've you've put out today for us, Diana. This has been really valuable. I know that uh, even more we. Uh, it, specifically in today's time, we don't want to sound desperate. We're trapped in our own little circles and we're trying to grasp and reach for, for new relationships, new business opportunities. And um, coming from that mindset that you've explained to us today, the experience, the the understanding of the give um, and, and really just being in their shoes and why would they want to buy? Not me, it's them. And these have been such golden nuggets going all the way through this conversation today. So I want to thank you uh, so much for for being part of this. Where can um, where can listeners find you? Uh, share with us how they and what else you've got going on. Okay, well, uh, two things. So in my sales business, Excel Performance, and it's E-X-S-E-L-L Performance. Um, if you'd like to reach out to me, reach out to Diana 
at excelperformance.com and um, and let me know that you'd like some updates on upcoming workshops. Uh, I don't know when people will be hearing this uh, recording. So I just want to let you know that I'll be doing different workshops throughout the summer. So if you're interested in uh, taking a deeper dive, just let me know and I will send you that information. Uh, secondly, on the eWomen Network side, as the managing director for eWomen Network in Orange County, as I said, everything's online now. So it doesn't matter where you're at. Come and play with us. Come and meet the community um, and take advantage of the reach and be able to meet some amazing entrepreneurs and business owners that are like-minded, that are thought leaders, givers, and that are there to not only be resources, but to provide that uh, tool of collaboration where you can start to work together and um, help you build your businesses. So if you're interested in eWomen Network or to find out more about our community, you can go to eWomenNetwork.com, check out the Orange County chapter, and you'll see me there uh, along with all of our events that we have coming up and we invite you to join us. Wonderful. Well, I have been part of eWomen for a long time. Uh, a lot of my guests have been eWomen Network members. And uh, if, you've been, if you've listened, we're on episode number 65. So if you've listened wow. to any of the previous episodes, you would have found at least um, a dozen or more different eWomen um, uh, collaborators in there. And it's a super valuable network uh, that I'm proud to be part of. Um, Diana, thank you. This is this has been wonderful. Uh, I hope our listeners uh, have found an idea or two yes, that welcome. they can put into their own business that will help them have more control over their money and be more profitable. <laughs> and sales is all part of being profitable. If you'd like to know specifically how you'd like to increase your own profits in uh, your business, let's chat. My contact information will be in the podcast. And don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, Big Profit Secrets Exposed. It's up on Amazon. And uh, I am speaking in, uh, in throughout this year in groups just like uh, Diana's in with eWomen. So it's a great opportunity to get your message out too. Um, if you would like to uh, find out more about my speaking engagements, hit me up with an email. My email will be in the podcast notes. And then finally, if you'd like to learn how to get some really cool tips on how to not only survive in today's business environment, but thrive, I encourage you to go to failproofbiz.com and pick up my six tips that you can implement right now in your business that will really help you um, strengthen the, the performance of your company and really give you that edge that you need right now and even more reason right now. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and ideas for future shows. And please, by all means, comment and subscribe in this podcast. We'd love to have you for future shows as you can always catch Profit With A Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. And we're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. And until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks, Diana. 